0: Good morning. Welcome to The Victory. Is anyone joining the call that would like to say good morning?
1: Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. It's Brother Michael.
0: Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Thursday to you as well. Thank you. You're so welcome.
1: Be blessed, my sister.
0: You be blessed as well. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call or would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Christina. Good morning, Christina. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the caller who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. And who's this? I'm sorry? Uh, who, who? What is your name that said good morning?
2: My name is Michelle.
0: Oh, good morning. How are you this morning?
2: I'm well, thank you. You're welcome. Is
0: anyone good else? Good morning,
2: Susie. Hi. Good morning, Susie.
3: It's Moximona. Mona.
0: I Happy know. Thursday. Moxie Mola, how are you doing?
3: Oh, God, I'm so happy just to walk up this morning.
0: Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You have a wonderful and blessed I, day. You too, Susie.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank
4: you, Fat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, he does, Sister Yvonne. God is good all the time. You have a wonderful and beautiful and God-filled day. You too. Thank you so much. Does anyone else joining the call or would like to say good morning?
5: Good morning, Susie Q and family, This is Bubbly.
0: Happy Thursday. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Thursday to you too.
3: Good morning, Suzie. This is Cynthia.
0: Good morning, Cynthia. Good
6: morning.
1: Good morning, Suzie. This is Nezzy.
0: Good morning, Nezzy. How are you? I'm good. It's good, good. Anyone else join the call or would like to say good morning? Good
2: morning. Welcome to Declare Victories. Anyone else join the call? Good morning. It's Monica. Happy Thursday.
0: Good morning, Monica. Happy Thursday
3: to you, too. Good morning. This is Rita. Have a blessed
2: day.
0: Good morning, Rita. You have a blessed day as well. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Would like to say good morning.
7: Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday.
0: Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday to you, too.
7: Thank you.
0: You're so welcome.
2: Anyone else like to say good morning?
0: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Would anyone else like to say good morning before I get started with the with the coasting?
8: Good morning. This is Sister Lisa.
0: Good morning, Sister Lisa. How, How are you?
8: Good. Happy Thursday.
0: Happy um, Thursday to you as well. God bless you.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Beloved Barb here. Hope you're doing well there. God bless everyone.
0: Good morning, beloved Barb. Same to you. God bless you.
2: Good morning. This is Monica again. I have a prayer request.
0: Okay, Monica. Go
2: ahead. It's for my friend Janice.
6: Her mom is a hundred and three and she's starting to stop eating.
0: Okay. Got you. Thank you. Oh no, she's not she okay, she her name is Janice's mom is a hundred and three, is she's not starting not to eat, right?
8: Correct. Got
0: it. Okay, thank you.
6: Thank you. hmm
0: Okay, well, <clears throat> before we move forward, we do ask that you put your phones on mute uh so that we can proceed. And good morning again. My name is Susie and I am your host and thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at six o'clock AM Pacific time to edify empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel so free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily throughout the month of April where the monthly theme is entitled Assurance. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. We have one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy, Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And that's by Peter Sazero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time right here by dialing the same number tonight we do have some prayer requests Uh, we did have one posted yesterday in the victory room by Janice Sherry Clark it's asking that we pray for her nephew Jalen as he needs a miracle only Jesus and he has a rare form of cancer and the treatment wasn't helping him but there is one more treatment they are going to start and then Monica, <clears throat> Janice's mom, is going to be a hundred and three. And she's not she is not eating too well. let's keep her lifted up in prayer as well. And then there was one on the app, and that's from Tara Miller. She's praying that I receive she let's pray that she receives a financial blessings to buy a car, pay her financial commitments. Hire a caregiver for her grandmother, and still tied. And she's also praying that she's praying that she will find, she will find a well-paying job, and that she can truly make it as a writer. And she's listening to God to know what's best. And she says thank you and God bless you. The order of the prayer is: prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. The declaration will be brought by Karina Sandoval. Then we go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare. And I repeat that, the order the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. The declaration will be brought by Karina Sandoval. Then we go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is Hebrews 10 and 22. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass a call to the prayer warrior, Tanya. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day.
9: Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Um, we are. I'm going to do something a little different this morning. Um, there will come, a, it's not anything that I haven't done before, but there will come a point in time where I'm going to ask, um, where we're going to remain silent for several seconds, maybe about 60 seconds, just so that we can hear from the Lord. Prayer is a two-way conversation as opposed to a monologue, and so we want to allow God time to speak to us, especially those who have questions, Um, you may not have submitted a prayer request, but you have questions, decisions to make, even if it is, what do I do today? So we're definitely going to do that. It won't, will not be necessary for you to say, hello, can you hear me? The silence will be on purpose. Mm-hmm. Blessed Assurance,
2: Jesus is mine. Oh, what a
4: total
2: of glory divine. Heir of salvation purchased by God. Born of his spirit. One. In his
4: blood.
2: This is my story. This is my song. Craving my Savior. All the day long. Air of salvation. Purchased by God, born of his
10: spirit,
2: one in his love.
9: Our Father and our God, all glory to your great name, our King, of King, Lord, of Lord, our Savior, our provider, our friend, our father, our mother, our sister, our brother, everything we need, you are, not just on one day, but throughout the day, even if it is hour by hour, you are so amazing that you're able to be everything that we need, we magnify your great name today because there is none like you in all of the earth. No one can compare to you, our great God. We bless your high name for this day. This, this is a day that you have made, and we make a decision to rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what situations we are facing Today, no matter what it is that we have to do, no matter what it is that people have said, no matter what a doctor's report is, no matter what our boss has said, no matter what the bank has said, no matter, no matter, no matter, we make a decision to rejoice and be glad today. We're not worried about tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised to us. We have the present. We thank you for the gift of the present. Now, what we do with this day, Father, we're asking for your direction. So you must, oh God, our great king and judge, you must direct us because we're acknowledging you today according to your word that says that if we acknowledge you in all of our ways, you will direct our path. You must order our footsteps today because we're asking you to. Your word says that The steps of a good man are ordered by God. We're only good because of your righteousness. We're not perfect, but we are striving to be all that you created us to be. We are striving to get it right. We are striving to be the living epistles, the testimonies, the witnesses that the world can see, not so much by what we say, but how we live our lives. So that the people that are watching us, whether it is family, friends, or haters, can say, wow, there is something about the way he or she lives their lives or their life. So we want you to be glorified. We don't want the glory. That's not what we seek. Ah, God, we want to be like the light that sits on a hill. Ah, glory to God, our light shines, the enlightenment that comes to us from your Holy Spirit shines through us so that men can see, oh, man, there is something about him or her. How can I get what they have? We draw men and women, boys and girls to you based upon the light that resides in us, based upon the love that emanates through us. Not so we can get the glory, but so that we, the opportunity is given for us to tell them about your love when they ask, because it opens a door for us to be true witnesses. Your word says that he that wins souls is wise. So we declare in the name of Jesus that we are wise because we listen to you. Wisdom is something that should be um, cherished. Wisdom is something that should be coveted. Wisdom. Is what you told us we should seek for, and so we demand. We, you must, oh God, give us wisdom, because your word says that he that lack wisdom let him ask of God, who gives generously and will not withhold from us. So, Father, you must give us wisdom, how we should uh, react to situations that we are faced with, how we should move about with regards to decisions that have to be made. And so, Father, at this juncture, I want to pause and pray for uh, those individuals that have the requests that have been made before you. Janice's mom, who is who has been blessed to live 103 years, who is beginning to decline. God, I pray for the family, most of all, that you would help them to understand and realize that at one point or another, according to your word, is appointed unto man once to die. And after this, the judgment, their, her grandmother, their relative, has lived a long and prosperous life. And so, Father, as she's beginning to go, decline, God, we pray your choice blessings over Janice's grandmother, that you would prepare the family and that you would prepare this woman who clearly has honored you and clearly has honored her parents because you've blessed her. With long life, we thank you, God, um, that you give her a smooth transition and that you bless the family. We lift up Jalen, who was diagnosed with cancer. Father, your word says that by your stripes we are healed, and the doctors have um, have done all that they can do, with an exception of this one last treatment. Uh, God, he is in your hands, and we just thank you that we can come boldly before your throne of grace on behalf of this young man. Um, and that we can intercede on his behalf and that we can believe and stand on your word that healing is the children's bread. And we can believe and stand on your word that um, when we lay hands on the sick that they will recover and, and just as you've done it for many, many, many other people, we stand in the gap for Jalen. We also stand in the gap for Josiah. Ah, God, we thank you and praise you for our miracle that We've got a chance to see him grow and develop as a young man. And um, we thank you and praise you for uh, the blood of Jesus, which covers him. And we thank you and praise you for the testimony that is being created out of the test that he is going going through as an 18-year-old. We thank you, God, that every need is met. We thank you for the resources that are needed. God, we thank you for the testimony. We thank you for the change. We thank you for healing in his body from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, and that the symptoms that he is experiencing will all be uh, abolished. God, we thank you, and we stand on your word. And finally, we pray for Tara, who is praying for a financial blessing. There are things that she desires in her life, God, and we pray that you would honor her prayer um, and that she's thinking about the way to pay her t- or give her tithes. God, we thank you and we praise you that your word says that you would provide, that you would meet every single need, that you are our provider, Jehovah Jireh. So we thank you in advance and we look forward to the testimony uh, from Tara. God, your word also says that if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then would we heal from heaven and you would heal the land. So Father, as we seek you morning after morning, as we humble ourselves through prayer and fasting, we lift up our nation today. We lift up our nation. We lift up the people that Um, have all of their confidence in vaccines. Not that it's anything wrong if that's what a person wants to do, but our hope lies in you. Our confidence lies in you. Our assurance, as we've learned for these past 15 days, lies in you, not in medical science. Because it is because it is you who gives them the capacity and the ability to be able to come up with different treatments, whether it's treating cancer or whether it is treating a plague like we have that has consumed the world. It is in every nook and cranny of the world. Surely, there is a greater purpose. Thank you, God, that we seek your face even in this time. That we don't put our faith in mankind but we put our faith in you, our God, our strength, and our Redeemer. So we pray for our nation. We pray for our political leaders throughout the world, not just here in the United States, but we pray for those that have to make decisions for their countries, for their state, for their, um, govern- for their um, cities, and for their local entities. We pray for our political leaders, Father, that they would position themselves to hear from you, so that you can direct them we pray for medical doctors and nurses and um, all of those individuals that are connected to the health care industry whether it is insurance providers underwriters claims adjusters we thank you and praise you for justice within our medical uh, the medical industry within the healthcare care industry uh, we pray for our first responders we pray for Uh, Lord God, our social workers and those who meet the needs of the community. Father, we pray that your justice um, will take place, that those that are in need of services will receive them, and those that are exploiting uh, a system that's designed to help others, that they would be exposed, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for those that are waiting for unemployment benefits. Um, God, we thank you that you're beginning to expose the corrupt, within that system, whether it is those that are in administrative positions or just those that are plotting and planning. We thank you for exposing them, God, so that those who need the resources are able to receive them in the name of Jesus. We pray for families today. Um, We thank you for the structure and the foundation of families that you've given to us. Lord God, we pray for the mothers um, single mothers. We pray for single dads. We pray for the two-parent households, those individuals that are um, that are stressed out because they don't know what to do, how to parent in this climate. We thank you, Lord God, for the resources. We thank you for the respite that is needed. Most of all, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for protecting our children. We pre- thank you, Lord God, for protecting those that are invulnerable, situations and have been subjected to abuses of all kinds. God, we intercede for those individuals that are victims of domestic violence. We pray for widows this morning and widowers, oh God, for those that are grieving the loss of their spouses and also for those that are grieving the loss of family members and friends Understand and the loss of things. No matter what the grief is, Lord God, we lift up, we stand in the gap for those individuals that find themselves struggling to get past the grief. We thank you that they understand that there are resources also that are available to them. Um, They may not be able, they may not have been able to um, get the relief, the help that they needed, perhaps from their leaders. We thank you that they take advantage of the resources that are available. There are Christian counselors that are available to walk them through the process. Lord, we pray for victims of violent crimes. Oh, God, we pray for victims of violent crimes, no matter who they are, whether it's the Asian population, whether it is the Hispanic population, whether it is people of color. We pray for victims of violent crimes. We even pray, Lord God, for our police force. We understand that all of them are not corrupt. We understand that all of them are not afraid. We understand that all of them are are not in a position where they're trying to promote a different agenda. But, Lord God, those police officers, I specifically lift up Officer Stewart to you this morning. Um, And I, I just ask, oh God, that you would give them the strength and the courage that is needed to do that which is right. And that you would expose those that are corrupt, that have made a decision. That they're going after people of color. Lord God, I lift up the attorneys and the judges and all of those that are responsible um, for our for administering justice, particularly um, the George Floyd trial. This that that is taking place. God, we lift up not only him, but that is a a representative of the of the countless other individuals that find themselves um, standing before or in a court our judicial system looking for justice. You are a God of justice. You hate injustice. So, Father, we thank you for the justice that is taking place, whether individuals are in court or not. And as we take a few seconds to remain silent before your presence, we ask, God, that you would speak to us in this moment. As we remain quiet, that we that we listen intently for you and we expect you to speak as we remain silent for the next few seconds. Hello. Oh God, we submit ourselves to you this morning. We submit our minds, our wills to you and we say yes and as We take our phones off mute to lift you up. We make a sound that disrupts the atmosphere we
4: make a lot of the God. of the name. 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 I'm they are going to be they're going to be here and 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 they're going to be going to be going are going to be going to be are going to be to going to going to be are going to be we are We are We are We are the We are We are We are We are We are We are the I have love where Lord God I love Lord God. I love Lord God. I love Lord God, 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 we are God. the of We the children God. We are the children of the Lord, have God, we rise We Everybody I've got got Thank you, I God. to say, I got to take my daughter to take my daughter to take my daughter to take my daughter to take my to take my daughter to take my to take my daughter to take my daughter to take my daughter to take my daughter to to take my daughter to take my daughter Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we did not yield. We did not uh, right. mm-hmm. We did not give We have overcome. We have overcome. We have overcome. We have We that they that they we can wi- thank you, Amen. the the world yeah, our are are r- varsity is varsity in is the name of the name of the the in the let thank you for to be to thank you is from the the is Thank all you in the name you. yeah. of the the she. Mm-hmm. face mm-hmm i killer- oh, like you to really.
9: you you are Please, oh, you good. can continue <laughs> to praise God as oh, on you. Um, the Lord has the ability to work through are you still. I still hear background noise. We're getting ready to transition uh, to the call so that Karina can give us the word of God that he's given her. I still hear back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so, Father, as we um, thank you again for this prayer, we thank you that you are able uh, to keep us from falling and to present us uh, Faultless before the presence of your glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. Karina, the call is in your hand. And if you're speaking, we cannot hear you.
4: Let me shoot our uh, quick text, you hold on.
9: Michelle, I got it, if if you're not able to um, reach her. I'm here. I'm oh, Karina is here?
5: No, Linda is here.
9: Are you scheduled to speak this morning?
5: No, it's Karina. Tanya, go ahead. She's not responding.
9: Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you just uh, so everybody, if you could please go ahead and put your phone on mute. Um the scripture that I'm going to be reading this morning or using this morning, and again, our topic uh, or our theme for this month is assurance. Um, assurance is having confidence. We have confidence in a particular thing or we uh, even sometimes in people, right? Assurance. Um, over the course of my life in sharing, you know, I accepted Christ as my personal savior, I mean, really good and got saved. The first time I accepted Jesus, I was eight years old, about eight years old. And um I didn't really understand. I just knew I wanted I, I wanted what my parents had. I wanted what the people around me had and, and I remember being so sincere and asking Jesus to forgive me of all my little eight year old sins. And the Lord saved me and I remember being a candidate for to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I remember, you know, the old school way, if anybody is Pentecostal, the old school way of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, they would have carrying service at the altar. And they would invite all of the altars um, that were seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit to come up to the altar and the more seasoned saints, not necessarily that they were older, but, you know, they had been been saved and they were uh, uh, filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit as well. You know, they would pray with those that were at the altar. And sometimes it would be one person or it might be two, just dependent. And we would kneel before the altar and we would begin to pray. And they would say, just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And the more you thank him, the more he'll come in and just give up everything in your mind and all of the, everything that you know that is wrong. Just give it up to, give it up to God and, and, and and thank him for receiving in advance the, the Holy Spirit. And, you know, when he comes in, he, don't, don't worry about how he's going to take control of your tongue. And they would just coach us. They would just coach us. And, and I remember as, eight, as, as an eight-year-old, I remember the spirit of God overshadowing me. And at eight years old, I, be, for the very first time, my, time in my life, I spoke in a language that I did not know. I did not have control of my tongue. I wasn't possessed. I was following what they did over in Acts 2 and 4. Even though my experience might have been a little bit different, that is that is what my experience was. And I tell you, uh, it was amazing. And I spoke for a long time. It wasn't no jibber-jabber. It wasn't no ba 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 blah because the Holy Spirit is not, he don't, he don't have a speech impediment. He he uses verbs and nouns and adjectives. There is a full-blown-out language. And I I remember, I remember, my, I, I could see the pride in my dad's eyes. Um, several of my other friends were received, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit as well. But as a teenager, you know, like that, but I had the assurance. I had the assurance that night. I believed that I was the, I, because, because what they would do is they would teach us about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They didn't just say, didn't say you know, anybody that wanted to come to the altar, you know, come. They would t- teach us about the, um, what we could expect to happen, so we would be prepared, um, but they would also teach us why we needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit and how that it was a gift, and so on and so forth. i 'm not sure why I'm going in this direction because that wasn't my plan, but anyway um and so we had an understanding of the importance of receiving the baptism of the holy Spirit um we don't people don't really teach about the Holy Ghost now, and not very much. we do on this call, but you know not very much they have moved to a different type of gospel, more of a, you know, some people a naming and claiming gospel or a prosperity gospel. But listen, in order for you to do the true work that God has uh, ordained you to do, you need that extra power. You can't do it in and of yourself. And so in Acts 1 and 8, the, the, Jesus, just after he had been, um, put, after he had resurrected, he gave the disciples some final instructions. And the final instructions were because while Jesus was here, he was what the disciples needed. But he knew that it was time for him to leave and he was going to send the Holy Spirit back to the earth um, where he would remain and he would reside in men and women and boys and girls. And so in Acts 1 and 8, he tells them, he tells them that you need to go back to Jerusalem and wait there for the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit that's going to equip you, equip you to be witnesses in Judea, where they lived. We're talking about the, the Middle East now, but in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. And so, if we were to make that relevant today, um, the Holy Spirit equips us to be effective witnesses in our home, in our local areas. And I need somebody to mute. You're, if you're moving right now, I can hear you. I need you to look down at your phone. And I need you to mute your line, please. So, so again, the Holy Spirit gives us, he equips us to, first of all, first and foremost, to be effective witnesses. And effective witnesses in our home, so you're not living one way outside of your house, and then another way uh, when you're in your house. Effective witness in your home um, without beating your family over the head with salvation and, you know, that they need Jesus. You just live the life live the life. That's one of the most effective things that we can do is to live the life and be a witness, be an example to other people. And outside of our homes, in our communities, in our city, at our workplace, at school, in the marketplace. What do I mean by the marketplace? The marketplace is where we go and we do business, whether you are a business owner or whether you are an employee um, going to the bank, going to the grocery store. We're not we're because we're effective witnesses, not because we scare we are scary or because we, uh, you know, don't know what to do or indecisive or what have you, um, but we 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 give people the benefit of the doubt. The, the Holy Spirit allows us to do that. We don't have to be hotheaded and feel like we got to tell everybody off. You don't know how I feel. Everybody don't need to know how we feel. Some things are lawful, but they're not expedient because the Holy Spirit will speak to us and tell us what we should do and how we should move around. And, and if you allow him, if you allow him that much access, he'll direct you all the time. Um, The the Bible says that um, if you acknowledge him, him being God in all of your ways, he will direct your path. You don't have to wonder what I should do about this and what I should do about that. Take it to God in prayer. That's a song, but that's for real. Take it to God in prayer when you're uncertain. We have the assurance through the word of God that no matter what we're facing, whether it's very, very serious things like what Dion and Josiah are, um, experience and you heard her cadence yesterday. You heard the conviction in her voice. She's assured no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. And it is uncomfortable. And listen, we got to stop feeling like just because, um, not you, but maybe other people that are not on the call, maybe they're going to listen to the playback later. We have to be assured and understand that. Um, If bad things or what we perceive as bad things, which make us feel uncomfortable, happen to us, it's not because of punishment. It's, It's not because God has forsaken you. Some of these things we've caused ourselves and now we want to be rescued and God will rescue you. Maybe not immediately, but he will. He knows exactly how much you can take. Right? Like if you think about your child. They're, all of our children, if you have more than one child, They're, one child may have more of a capacity to do certain things than than another, right? And so you may give more responsibility. And it might be the younger one has more responsibility, is more responsible than the older one. And so based upon their personalities, based upon their capacity, you you will give certain instructions to the one that is stronger, who is perhaps smarter, um, well, you're going to give them instructions different from the one that perhaps is a little challenged not that they are mentally challenged that's not what i'm saying or they could be but you're not going to give the children the you're not going to expect the same from all the from all of your children right you're going to you're going to do things based upon capacity right so the same with god he knows our capacity he knows how much didi can handle he knows how much Diane can handle. He knows how much Rochelle can handle, right? So, their things, their, their, their different tests or their experiences are going to be different. They're not, but the, he's the same God. So, you will never, God, will, God loves you so much. There's an expiration date on your test. Did you hear what I said? Don't answer me. There's an expiration date on whatever your situation is. Now, Sometimes we can prolong it because we missed the lesson. Sometimes we can sometimes we have to repeat a test cuz we blew it. Right? But if if we got to repeat it, you should definitely get it right this time around because you know some of the things that you already went through. And so the second time around or sometimes the third or the fifth, it just depends on how how much how submissive you are. You will, are you willing to submit to the process? Because you have the assurance that you'll, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. You have the assurance that you're more than a conqueror. You have the assurance that he'll supply every single need, not just bread, milk, and eggs, but every single need. We have the assurance through the word of God. But you, you know, you talk like you know what you're talking about. but But how is it that you can be so confident? Because I read the word of God. There's, there's, You can't get around it. There's no instant salvation, instant you know what to do. You know, you add water. You know, there's some things like you can add water to potatoes and or you can boil hot water. I think, I don't know, I ain't made no instant potatoes. But I think you boil the water or you can microwave it or whatever. You boil that water in the potatoes or maybe you add the potatoes and in just a matter of minutes, the potatoes will be ready. Now, I have purchased scalloped potatoes. From like Smart and Final, they're really good. You you uh, you take the film off. You follow the ind- directions. You take the the inside the outside packaging off. You take the little thin film off. Put those jokers in the microwave, and in a matter of minutes, they're ready. That's the instant method. But I've also made scalloped potatoes from scratch. It's it's a commitment. I gotta buy the potatoes, bring them home. peel the uh, the potatoes, uh, cut them up. I'm going to rinse them. I'm going to prepare my pan. I'm going to get my cheese and my milk and my seasonings, and I'm going to layer my potatoes in the pan. And then when I once I do all of that, I'm going to make sure the oven is hot, put those scalloped potatoes that I made from scratch in the oven, and I'm going to let them bake for however long the directions say that they need to bake. If I leave them in there too long, they're going to burn. If I take them out early, they're going to be hard and I, I will have ruined my side dish. But it's a process and it's a preparation. I can go the easy way and get the instant one or I can make them myself. We don't have that option with, with our salvation. We, we, don't, we don't have an instant option. There's no way around praying, there's no way around fasting, there's no way around becoming strong in your faith around reading the Word of God and applying the Word of God and and studying it, not just hearing the Word on the call. That's not enough. There's some work that we have to do. No different than there's work that we have to do in order to get our paycheck every two weeks or once a month, however you get paid. There's an expectation that you're gonna you're gonna do some work. There's some things that we have to participate in. Nothing is just for the most of us on the call is just handed to us. So we have assurance that we will grow in our salvation as long as we are willing to do the work. So let me get to the core scripture that I have for this morning, and this also gives us assurance. And what I started to say a little bit earlier is that over the course of my life I have shared um, salvation, the good news of Jesus Christ with many people. And I've I, it it hurt my heart to hear people say, I can't live faith. I've done too much or that, you know, God would never forgive me after all the stuff that I've done or, you know, I tried before and uh, I just keep on sinning because, I you know, I don't know what it is, but I just keep on sinning. It doesn't work for me. I've heard people say that, and it. I knew what it was. Um, uh, there's a there's a scripture I'm going to pull up really quick. It's Second Corinthians four and four, and I I hope that you'll take note of this scripture because Second Corinthians four and four is what I'm pulling up, and I'm going to read it from the new from the Good News Translation, and then I'll get to my core scripture, and we'll be done. Um, in 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 the course of my lifetime. I understand that these excuses that people were giving me, they're legitimate for them. They feel justified in that excuse. But what really is at play here is the enemy. Um, So I'm going to start reading. I think I'm going to start at this. Again, it's the second Corinthians four. I think I'm going to start at the third verse. For if the gospel we preach is hidden, it is hidden only from those who are being lost. They do not believe because their minds have been kept in the dark by the evil God of this world. He keeps them from seeing the light shining on them, the light that comes from the good news about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. So what this scripture is saying, this is Apostle Paul who has written a letter to the church in Corinth. And what he was saying to them is, is that sinners, listen, you guys, sinners sin. That's what they do. It, it shouldn't really surprise us that, you know, this sinner did this or this person that doesn't love Jesus did that. Um, surprise us to the degree that we overreact and we trip out. They are doing what sinners do. Does that mean that we accept it? No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But when we understand the the dynamic behind sin and what it does, it helps to prepare us for how to deal with sin, especially those that are close to us, our family, our friends, that type of thing. Right. And so, again, it's the third verse says, for if the gospel we preach is hidden, it is hidden only from those who are being lost, who are the lost sinners. Right. Um, they do not believe because their minds have been kept in the dark. So they don't get it because their enemy has blinded their eyes. It's blinding them from the truth. Some people are so bad some sinners are so bad off that they are delusional about the truth. They that's why they can live in sin the way that they do, because they've been blinded to the truth. That's why people can live alternative lifestyles. And I'm not just talking about um, homosexuals or a homosexual lifestyle. I'm not just talking about that. Alternative life, a life of crime, a life of selling drugs, a life of prostitution, a life a life of um, embezzlement. Alternative lifestyle, alternative to what God's true plan is. Okay? So they have been dark. They have, they excuse me, they do not believe because their minds have been kept in the dark by the evil God of this world. Who is that? The devil. He is the god of the atmosphere. He is the god with a little G, not a big G, right? He was given domain over the earth. For a Family version. Uh, um, uh, this good news, but good news translation. But please keep your phone muted until the end of the call. Then I'm going to open it up and you can ask any questions that you have. Uh, and I'm getting ready to come to a close. He keeps. and listen to this. He, the enemy, the god, the little, the god with a little G. Of this world keeps them from seeing the light shining on them. The light of God is shining on them. God is, He wants to help them. He wants to protect, He wants to be with them. So there's that light there, but they can't see it. The light that comes from the good news about the glory of Christ, who is the exact license of God. Listen, now we have the assurance. Now we have, this scripture gives us the assurance of how we can now pray for our loved ones. Instead of saying, this used to be my prayer, don't do this. God, wherever they are, I just pray that you curse the high, not them. Curse the high. Don't let them get high no more. That you curse the sin in their life. No, don't do that. (laughs) We don't want God to control them. Now what I pray is, God, help them to see the light of your good news. Help them to love you the way that I do. Help them to see that they are living in darkness. Help them to see that there is an answer, and that answer is through you. And, it, and I thank you that their light shines in their life. Now we can be specific about our prayers, and, and we, this is a prayer of hope now. We're not praying a prayer of hopelessness. We're praying a prayer of hope, and we can say to God, God, you must, you must remove the darkness from them and allow them to see your light according to 2 Corinthians 3 through 4. And I pray this prayer with the authority that you've given me through your son, Jesus Christ. Okay? So we got that. Now I'm going to go to this final scripture that I had today, and that is um, in the book of Jude. Jude is toward the very end of your Bible. I think Jude is before Revelation. And the scripture is Jude 24 and 25. I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. It says, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. This text gives us the assurance. I'm going to go back to what I said. Remember I said that there are many people are not well there are people that I've come across who just did not believe they could live a safe life. They did not believe that for whatever reason, I don't I don't have the answers, but they did not have um the the confidence. They they did not have the assurance because the god of this world with a little g blinded them with darkness, doubt that they could live saved. and as long as he, he 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 we allow the the enemy or the god of this world world with a little g, and I'm 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 saying that on purpose because I want you to understand that the god of this world with a little g is not greater than the god of all gods. He is not right. You you do know that there are other gods right. There are these other these <laughs> there are many of them because there are hundreds and thousands of other religions and they serve they pray to a god not necessarily our God who is king of king and lord of lords. All right. So I'm going to read that scripture again in a different version, and then I'm going to open the call up so that we can um, discuss a little bit further or you can ask any questions that you might have. Um, And the way that it's written here, I'm actually going to um, start at the 22nd verse so that it gives you a proper context. It says, and again, this is Jude 22 through 24. Show mercy toward those who have doubts. I'm going to say it again. Show mercy toward those who have doubts. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. And to others, show mercy mixed with fear, but hate their very clothes that are stained by their sinful lust. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to bring you faultless and joyful before his glorious presence. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, might, and authority from all ages past and now and forevermore. Amen. So we should show mercy to those who have doubts, who condemn themselves, who who some people even who hate themselves we show we show mercy to them by sharing the good news with them by sharing the good news with them. We literally are snatching them out of the fire, what fire the the the, the fiery um, lives that they're living, but that will ultimately get them cast in to hell for failing to accept jesus christ um we, we show mercy. Um, to, to them, because they don't know they don't know what we know, and so if i don't know what i don't know, how how can you accuse me of something that i don't even know again, because they are blinded by the God with a liturgy of this world, blinded by darkness, as long as He can keep us or them in darkness, He has us, but the light, the light of God. Is far more powerful than darkness. Whenever light shows up, darkness has to flee. So, with that said, I'm gonna um, open the call up. But first, what we're going to do is there are some people that may have joined the call late and you didn't get a chance to say good morning. I'm gonna open the call to you first. I want to open it to though any visitors. This is your very first time calling, or it's not your first time calling, but you've never, you've never um said good morning before i want to open the call to you first after that if you're somebody that's called three or four or five times on up and you want to say good morning you'll have an opportunity uh and then we'll go into the love life and victory portion of our call so new our first time callers never had never have said good morning i forgot our brothers i also want to open it up to our brothers and then we'll open it up to everybody else, and I'll give that directive. So the call is open if you'd like to say good morning. We would love to greet you. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Anybody else? First-time caller. Going once, going twice. All right, we're going to open it up to our brothers. Any brothers out there this morning want to say good morning?
2: Going once
9: going twice. Hello? All right. The call is open. Oh, who is that? Say,
11: oh, go good morning. Good morning. This is Jeff G. Um, great oh, okay. declaration. I'm calling um, with a um, with a prayer request, but right now I just don't feel comfortable coming out with it, but just um praying for God's favor in, 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 in a particular matter right now.
9: Okay. All right. Thank you, brother. Okay. Anybody else want to say good morning? The call is open to whoever would like to say good morning.
6: Hey, good morning, y'all. Says on the line. Hey, good morning, Thank Says. You
9: for that
2: good wonderful you
10: declaration.
2: You're welcome.
9: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Hey,
4: morning good, to media. Media. good
9: morning to you. Good morning. Edie and Rochelle me. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Rochelle, right. good morning to both of you powerhouses. <laughs> good morning, This is Omeya. Hey, Mom, good
2: morning. Good
9: morning, sweetie. Oh, I could just feel fried chicken and greens and um, cornbread and black-eyed peas and rice or maybe some good old gumbo coming through that good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you on everything except for the
2: black-eyed peas. <laughs> <laughs> and when oh. you get
6: it done, call me.
5: Hilarious, hilarious. That's funny. I felt that too, Tanya. Good morning, family. It's magnificent.
2: (laughs) Good morning, magnificent. (laughs) Good morning. It's glorious. Love you. Hey. Excellent declaration.
9: Thank you so much.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Uh, It's persistent.
9: (laughs) Good morning, persistent. I heard somebody else. Evette, good morning. Good morning, Evette.
1: Good morning, Miss B. Awesome hey,
9: declaration,
8: B. Tan.
9: Thank you. Good morning.
12: It's
8: Tanya, not Tanya. Hey, Tanya. How you good doing, morning. girl? <laughs> awesome declaration.
2: Thank you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Swanita.
1: Good morning. This is patience.
9: Hey, patience, it's good to hear you this morning. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen.
5: Tanya, can I just say good morning to Jeff G. It is great to hear him. Um, And I just want to encourage him. Just keep calling. We miss you.
9: So I just want to say good morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Michelle. You know, the enemy will make us think that nobody cares. He will try to. Excuse me. He will try to make us think that nobody cares and that nobody is concerned and that, you know, my sound doesn't really matter. I don't really have to say anything. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just be quiet. Don't fall for that okey-doke. We are overcomers of hey. the words of our testimony. Yes, ma'am.
12: No, I was going to say, it's funny, Rochelle said that, because I was going to say to Jeff G, too, what you're doing is what the enemy wants you to do, is shut your mouth and not share what's going on, no matter what it is. Sometimes those things that we don't want to share, um, we we need to open up our mouths and share our brothers and sisters. And it could be private, but just like say said, don't let him mute you. Don't let him do it. We love you, when we do miss your family.
4: Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. brother Jeff, true.
9: definitely missed Mr. Sound. Great to hear you. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And you know, um one of the things is and in you know, so many of us have become experts about and Jeff, just you this is not any pressure on you. I'm just making a, a open state just an open statement. Um so many of us have um gotten to a to the place where we're comfortable in sharing our business, but let me tell you it's vulnerable. You you there, there are times when I've shared things and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I shared that. But, but that's, that's how God equipped me to be. Now, not sharing every single little detail, right? Cause we don't, we don't need to, every single little detail. Um, but, but just enough to, to let people know where I am and what I'm, what, 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 what the need is or what the concern is or how I need prayer. And, and yes, the enemy will try to shut us down, isolate us. That's a form of isolation to get us again to to have those doubts, those that, you know, I'm in this all by myself, nobody has ever experienced anything like that. That That's not true. Um, I believe it's either first or second Corinthians that just says that there is no temptation that is common uh, common, common to man and that he will make uh, an escape for you. And so in other words, I'm not quoting right, but I'm gonna paraphrase it. There isn't anything that, that somebody is experienced that have not been experienced by somebody else. And it might not be the exact same thing, but definitely somebody else has experienced what you're experiencing. And not only that, God will make a way for us to escape certain things. He'll make a way out of Oh, he'll open a door for us. Sometimes when we're facing things, it feels like we're trapped in a box and there is no, every way, every effort we make, every turn that we take, no matter what we do, it just feels like I can't escape this thing. Is it ever going to, is it ever going to end? And then all of a sudden when the time is right, it's like you see a little peephole and it gives you hope. And the peephole gets a little bigger. Now you got the assurance, Oh man, I'm on my way out of here now. I know God. and it might be another thirty days, it might be another forty but you see that opening and you're assured that you're gonna come through. So hopefully that helps somebody. Anybody have a question or a comment on um the spontaneous declaration that um occurred this morning? I hope I wasn't all over and that. <laughs> yeah. This is Diane. I
6: yeah. so enjoyed you this morning, especially in prayer. It was just, it you know, it just made my heart glad because of the way you prayed this morning. Then you, when you came back with the declaration, everything just fell in part. And sometimes we have to, we have to be quiet in order to hear what God is saying to you, especially when you have been ordered to, to be silent. And I just, this morning was just, it just touched me. And I enjoyed every bit of it. And it's most morning now, I don't really get to, to just, listen, because I have a class that I'm doing, and sometimes I don't, I I listen to the first part of it, but this morning, it just really touched my heart, The the prayer and the message, you know, I just want to say thank you, and I praise God for how he has wired you, how he's continued to grow you. Because we never get enough of growing. And I just praise God for you this morning. Love you.
9: I love you too. Thank you. D- Diane is my uh, country western singer. Uh-huh. And I still have my recording. <laughs> Diane from you and Dee Dee. Um, But I, I appreciate you. Uh, and God custom designed that for you this morning, Diane. That's how much he loves you. He custom designed that for you. Amen. Anybody else?
5: Hey, Tanya, Shell again, and I'm going to stay That's off awesome. your line, but I just want to <laughs> tell you, June 24, 24- is my absolute, the whole blueprint is my favorite, but Jude 24 gives me the confidence. Um, and I just wanna, and, and I'm sorry, Jeff, I'm not harping on you, but I believe that that is custom made for you as well. So you have to know that he is the only just God that has you on the forefront. He got a lot of kids to carry, but I promise you, he's no respect of a person. He carries us just like he's, he carries us all like he's carrying one. So don't negate the fact that you came on today and Tanya shared uh, Jude 24. So, you know, let that be your nourishment on today. And just know that your sisters and brothers love you. And we're praying for you. And we got your matter uh, up to Abba Father.
8: And I
9: loved your declaration, Tanya, I did. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for that encouragement to just you. Anybody else?
13: Da kana noro sora o mama mas te torama de kana nan de riyoso re miri o a mama te soko abiata he sora lai Preting de go sura dandika di olabama ya tecoro nokorama e papassa saste tu u ulaila laila rendikandika orla hela ura um am am astekol usoraba dia urtia do sorama ide horandikera issalala nok pretangikala ni handa hasoraba di osúla de susingda Ah, thank you, God. Jeff. Ah sing
9: Ah, hear the Lord saying, let the tears fall. I see you broken before the Lord.
13: Not because you can't make it. sa, but in full worship. Ama Offering to him this thing. A kind of,
9: Obama says, lift your hands, brother, if you're able. I don't know where you are. I don't know if you're at work. I don't know if you're driving. But if you're able, I just want you to lift your hands
2: and say yes.
9: He knows what he's doing, Jeff. He knows what he's doing. You are not alone. You are not Alone, Your family loves you. This family, I know your natural family, this family right here loves you. And if you can get a picture in your mind of us surrounding you, Jesus, lifting you up,
2: holding you up,
9: refusing to allow you to fall, that's the picture that you need in your mind as you lift your hands and your spirit in total surrender and you allow the tears to ease out of your eyes don't wipe them yes. allow them to flow don't be afraid of the tears because they won't hurt you they will they are not like acid well they will burn holes in your face those tears are necessary for this season yes,
10: Lord.
9: of your yes to god Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. yes Yes, Yes. that place. It's okay to be broken before him. You are not weak. You are not weak.
8: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord.
9: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Assurance. God's giving you the assurance. He's filling you up with it. The tears are like the doubt that needs to be released. Thank you. Lord. The uncertainty that needs to be released. They might feel hot, and it's okay. Mm, no, lukewarm, lukewarm. They may feel lukewarm. Thank you, Jesus.
11: So this I just I just say, I, 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 oh, okay. I I thank uh and I bless and love y'all for the words of encouragement. But um well, I shouldn't say but uh, but anyway, um I had a a Paul moment where Paul said I think it was in Romans, he said that uh the good that I wanna do I don't do but the things that I don't wanna do I do and end up with the David Bathsheba moment and ended up cheating on my wife. Now, since the incident has happened, I've told her we prayed and repented over it. But even after we prayed about it, our heart is still cold and right now we're not talking. So um our main prayer is asking God to um soften our heart and allow her to want to heal this marriage together.
4: Amen, I God. I,
11: I, I didn't feel like even praying about it because I know where God has had me at and for me to fall from grace, to get down to that point, the enemy does a great job of making you feel like a, you're done. He you don't, you don't want to use you anymore. He don't need you anymore. And I, I know that's a lie straight from the enemy, but I just, I mean, I, my prayer now was healing in my marriage and to feel the favor of God again, to know the peace of God again.
9: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I want to, applaud you for sharing that took a lot a lot of courage but um just as you've done that um so my only my only suggestion is that um you know give your wife some time give give her some time um and you continue to do things to demonstrate your faithfulness um that you continue to do things that demonstrate that you are trustworthy um because the trust has to be built again but don't um, I'm, I want to advise you: don't allow yourself self to stay stuck in that moment. Just as God forgave David, um, and He uh, continued to bless him to move forward, He He will do the same thing for you. It's good that you feel repentant, but you don't want to allow that repentant spirit to turn into guilt and never receiving God's forgiveness. I think the biggest thing right now is for you to position yourself to receive God's forgiveness because we are assured that, we, that when we repent, if we look at 1 John 1 and 9, uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful mm-hmm. and just to forgive us of all sins mm-hmm. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. That is an assurance
4: mm-hmm. that
9: he has forgiven you. That's an assurance. Now, why would God? Think about this. Why would God have a scripture like that in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Because He knows that we are human, mm-hmm. and that we are subject to, uh, to 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 sin. He knows that, right? And we make choices that we shouldn't. Can't do nothing about that. But mm-hmm. you you for, you have repented. You've done you've done your part. Now you need to the repentance, because just like you said it, I heard it and it went right out my ear. I, that don't change who you are as God's man. For me, I'm not holding that over your head. I'm not getting off of this, and neither is anybody else on this phone, yeah. texting about what you did. And ooh, I wonder, we're not doing none of that. We are here to hold you up. We are here to hold you up. So thank you for trusting us with something so sensitive. And we believe God for total victory for you and your wife. Amen? Amen. I amen. appreciate that. Oh. Yes, sir. I'd like yes, to, sir. Open to open up a prayer for me,
1: for Linda Barnes. Yes. Can you Just hear me?
10: Keep her in your I can, hear.
1: I'm I can sorry. hear you. I'm I'm Linda Barnes. I'm Linda Barnes, and it's my first time calling. Oh, Linda, And I need a prayer. Yeah. What? I need prayer a prayer do you need about Linda? my... My brother, he came over and stole a lot of stuff out of my house, stole the dryer, my hand dryer, my head dryer,
4: Oh, it just
1: my lamps, the fan, <laughs> you name it, he stole it. And I let him come over to my house and I even blew up a blow up bed for him. Do you know he took the blow up bed and the pump that go up to the blow up bed and the vacuum cleaner? <laughs>
8: bless your heart. I just really um, feel, then-
1: I really feel hatred for him. I really feel so much hatred for him. I hate him. I know I'm not supposed to hate him, but I I feel hatred towards him.
9: So so Linda, well first of all, thank you for trusting us with what is um going on in your life right now. Thank you for trusting us with that. Um and I want to who how did you hear about the call? Did you did somebody invite you to the call or you saw a post on Facebook? No, my friend Rita, my friend Rita. Oh. Okay, read uh, Yes, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we definitely mm-hmm. will pray for you, and I'm going to pray for you right now. Um, you've already said you. you know that it's wrong to hate your brother because Thank the Bible you. gives us the intelligence that if we have hatred to our against our brother, um, it or and that's just a form of speech, but against anybody, it's like we've committed murder in our heart. And so you don't want to be you don't want to be guilty of that. Um, and I I can only uh. I can I can identify with how um, you must feel. You know, you worked for yeah, the things yeah. that you have, and then they were taken from you,
8: right? And from um, my own brother, they, and
1: I can right. I could see anybody right. else, but from my own brother, then I let him come in my house, and I right. just feel I get just, it. just just so messed up. And I, I get like it. I said, I, I just get it. feel so messed up to where I trusted yeah. him to and left him in my house after he right. had done stole out of my house the first time me letting him back in cuz my sister called me and told me, "Linda, let him back in, let him get his stuff out of your house." I let him come back in to get his stuff out of my house and he stole more stuff.
9: <laughs> so, so but we also listen to so you you might not like this truth that I'm going to tell you, okay? But it's it's, mm-hmm. it's not because I, I am being mean. Sometimes the truth can hurt. Um you had a there was a history and you went against your better judgment, and you allowed him to come back in. And he did what he does because he's stolen from you again, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lesson mm-hmm. in that. No matter what somebody else tells you, again, you, you, he's, he's shown you, at least for right now until the Lord delivers him, he's shown you who he is. So you've got to be careful about our choices. But at any rate, at any rate, we're going to pray, um, and I'm going to be praying for God's peace um and that you will because here's the thing if you don't forgive your brother Jesus will not forgive you he won't mm. he he can't and so you don't want to be in a position where you are not forgiven that's big i know it hurts but what's important right now is that you obey the word of god let me tell you something that was stuff and it's important to you it was stuff do you know that out of the obedience that God can bless you with things that are even far better than what you had. Do you know He has that competence? I mean, He has the capacity to do that. Do you yeah. do you know God can can open a door for you that you you know you didn't even know was there, and everything is replaced brand new. God has the capacity to do anything. But if we hold on to even though that was wrong, it was dead wrong. I don't know all the circumstances. But at the end of the day, if the stuff belonged to you and he took it, that was wrong. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that you want to position yourself to be released from that. So you're not carrying that baggage around. Because what's going to happen is, is that it will turn into bitterness. And and, and you don't want to become a bitter woman. Because it won't just impact you with your brother, it will impact people around you. You'll just be hard to be around. People won't want to be around you because you're bitter. The only thing you talk about is what he did. It's 20 years later, you're still stuck on what he did. But if you stay stuck, you can't move forward. Do you see that? Do you
13: see how important it is? passandi con amana morona piot repeating at so so radian la yurebinga di cura ra de ngo amangyo so so sara uradiata la urebinga go quala no 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 ba passa mama buko bere uriamangazo sona ya dorea baradaico
9: so i hear the lord saying that some things come out but by prayer and fasting when, a, when we've done all that we can do, it's time to turn, turn the heat up and push that plate back and make a decision. I'm not going to fast until you free me until I'm freed for this unforgiveness that I got in my heart right now, this hatred. And I'm so glad that you were willing to identify because a lot of times people won't call it what it is, but you call, I applaud you, sis. Linda, I applaud you for saying I hate him. He yeah. sold my cup. He's inconvenienced me. He's violated my trust. So I applaud you for that. But here's what I heard the Lord say You have work to do. You have work to do. You are not allowed to sin in forgiveness. And the Lord is instructing you to fast and pray until that spirit is broken off of you. There's one other thing that I want to do I want to suggest a workbook to you. Um And it's called developing a lifestyle of forgiveness. I'll say developing it again: a
1: lifestyle of forgiveness. Developing yes, a ma'am. lifestyle of forgiveness.
9: Mm-hmm. And the author is uh, the authors are Steve and Becky Deal, and the last name is spelled. Let me. Do you have a pen? Let me let let me let you get a pen. I'm sorry, I'm just rattling. Okay. <laughs> And you all, this is what declare victory is about. That's why we get up every morning. I, I had no intention. <laughs> I had no intention of being, you know, doing all this. I had no intention, but God knew what the, His stars needed this morning. Diane and Jeff G. and Miss Linda I knew what y'all needed. Okay, Tell y'all I
1: can have make a pen. Sure Say it again. I can make sure Linda get that book. That's my mama's Perfect. friend. Perfect.
9: Okay, bet. So the the, the book is. Developing so I'll
1: make sure a... you get that. Okay, bet. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you.
9: So you you need me to give you the title, bet? Or are you good? Uh, I got the book. Oh, there we listen, listen, Linda, listen, 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 uh-huh. listen, Linda. You listening?
10: Uh-huh.
9: I'm listening. <laughs> Today is your day. Today is your day. The answer is yours. Now you got to decide. God has made the way. Now you got to decide to do the work, and it's not going to be easy. You didn't guarantee it's easy, but it's a simple process. It starts with making a decision. I believe. I believe you're gonna do it, and I believe because you're not the only one who's come on this call and talked about family members and how they hated them, and the family members hated them back. And but I, I, I rem, I'll never forget. Um, her name started with a P. Oh, it's Moni's friend, Patty. I think her name was Patty. She had major challenges with her family. Um, and the Lord did something to her. He healed her from what she was experiencing, and she's not the only one, and you're not the only one. But I believe that victory is coming. I can't wait to hear your victorious testimony once you once you do once you follow the process, and you allow God to heal your heart. We'll be praying for you.
6: Anybody, else?
13: You. Anybody else? Yes,
6: this is Leonia. Um. Could you give me the name of that book and author again, please?
9: Yes, ma'am. The name of the book is... Tan. I'm sorry. Yes. This is Gloria. Don't worry about it. I'll order it for her. Perfect. This is Gloria. I I I still
3: need the name of it, please. Can you please give me the name of it? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes.
9: Yes. Yes. Hold on. Everybody. Here we go. Everybody got a pen? Or you, you can text it to yourself or something. The name of the book is Developing a Lifestyle of Forgiveness. I'll say it again. Developing a Lifestyle of Forgiveness. And the authors are Steve and Becky Deal. The last name is spelled D-I-H-L. You can get the book from Amazon or you can get the book directly from them, and I'm going to give you their website.
1: So, so you're saying the um, the, the 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 um, it's called developing a lifestyle of
9: forgiveness.
1: we for, of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down.
9: <laughs> okay, the website you can go to Amazon or wherever you get books, but you can also get it directly from them. Their website is forgivenessministries.com. All right. Anybody else have a question or a comment?
2: Good morning,
9: I heard two people. Um, I, I heard two people. So whoever, okay, go ahead. Persistent, is that you?
3: Yeah, it is me, it's persistent. Okay. I just have a question about your tongue. And receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, um, and I know I, I just want it. That's all I can tell you. Uh, I need. I uh, know that I can't walk this out without it—the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Okay. I like. Oh. I. I've I've tarried in church and been around church and people you know tell you to open your mouth let it come it's going to come do this and they just start speaking it that's not what that's not what I'm that that's authentic to me and i constantly bring it up because i sense that in my spirit there's something different um and when i listen to your tongue there's a sound to it um that definitely come uh, sounds like it comes from a foreign country it, it sounds like it's uh Middle Eastern to me. Um and I'm and I, I just wanna say that. Um, but not only are you speaking in tongues, you're interpreting it. And that's biblical. And I know everyone doesn't have that gift. I get that. Um but I just um just wanted to say that. Um, yeah.
9: So um, I'll say this, and I, because it'll take, I, I would love to talk with you privately. So what I'm going to do is, I'm I'm not going to get my phone number out, but I'm going to contact Nick. Does Nick have your number?
3: Yes, he does.
9: Okay. So I'll contact Nick, and we'll have an offline conversation. But I want you to understand this, and everybody on this call. The, whole, the gift of tongues is just that. It's a gift. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to say, thank you, Jesus, 576,000 and a half times. You don't have to foam at the mouth. You know, As a matter of fact, when you call Nick and um, tell him that I'm going to give you his number, ask him what his experience was, if he hasn't already told you, right? He's it is already told me. Okay. All right. So it's a gift. <laughs> and it's a matter of positioning yourself. To receive the gift, and uh, we'll we'll go over that a little bit more in detail. Because I hear your want, I hear your desire. Um, yes, I do have a very pronounced language, but that is because I spend time in prayer, I spend time praying in tongues, I spend time singing in tongues. This is not just something that I do on the line, and I don't do, I don't begin to speak in tongues. The way that I did again, let's talk about speaking tongues. Speaking tongues is just speaking a language. Uh, the King James version of uh, is the speaking in tongues, but it's just speaking a language that I don't know. I have not learned um, personally. It's, it can be a known tongue, so meaning it could be Spanish or Middle Eastern or African or Japanese or something like that. I never took le- lessons that. That is a known tongue, but there's also a heavenly language where it's not, it is not a known tongue on the earth. It is a heavenly language. Both are uh, directed by the spirit. Now, I don't get to choose which which language I speak when the Lord gives it to me. What I spoke today is familiar to me. It It is a middle, I, I agree too, it's a Middle Eastern, but sometimes my language might be you know, Hawaiian or like a Pacific Islander. Sometimes it might sound like Japanese. And it's so funny that when I, not funny, but the irony is, is that the Lord will let me know when I ask him, what language is that? It might be an African dialect. I don't know. It's just the Holy Spirit is in charge at that time. And I give him free reign, free access. I'm not afraid um, I, I, it's not something that I'm out of my mind. I'm very lucid right now. I know exactly what I'm doing. I hear myself. So it's nothing odd. It's nothing strange. It's odd to people who've never spoken before. It's odd to people who are not taught about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But it's not scary. Because even if you don't speak in tongues, even if you have do not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not, it's, you should not have been afraid. If you are afraid, it might be something else going on. It's a, there's a peace about it. Um, what you can hear um so Tanya, um, I'd love to have
7: Yeah. I'm sorry I I just wanted to um ask a question about the same thing um the one thing that I don't understand is if it's a gift and I've read in scripture that it's a gift then I don't follow why everyone is supposed to be doing it like I get I, I'm I get sometimes even on this call that um if you're a christian then you're supposed to be speaking in tongues and that's what i um i just don't don't get that part is is are all christians supposed to speak in tongues or is it do you see it as a gift um just like god gives gifts of other things like um word of knowledge Mm -hmm. and faith and Mm -hmm. gifts of healing Mm -hmm.
9: so so we have to be careful that we don't mix two things up Gift, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit is available to everyone that is willing to receive it. So if we go back to Acts, the first chapter, and I want you to both of you to look this scripture up on your own. Acts, the first chapter in the eighth verse, what did, he, what did Jesus tell the disciples? Go and wait for the Holy Spirit because you need the Holy Spirit in order to be an effective witness. At the beginning of the call, I talked about how important it is to, um, to have the Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean that you're not saved, but, but we talked about that. Yes, Didi, one second, let me finish this point. Um, but we talked about, well, I talked about that earlier, how that it equips you not only to be an effective um, witness, but it also, the Holy Spirit also equips you for ministry. It gives you the power that you need in order to effectively carry out the gifts and the assignments that, that he gives us. So that's, 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 that's two things. But sometimes what will happen is, is that people will make – so there's the gift of interpretation of puns. Everybody doesn't have that. There's the gift of prophecy. Everybody doesn't have that. I have those gifts as well. Um, but but and so I hope that makes a little bit more sense. Um, Pam, um, let me reach out yeah, to you too. Let me reach okay. out to you too. Okay, Dee Dee, okay. go ahead, babe.
12: Hey, Pam, thank you so much, and I'm glad that uh, this topic came up for me being raised and. Um, in CME, uh, that was foreign for me. And then, you know, growing more spiritually and then being in a non-denominational church, I had to just, I took a lot of classes, but it's something that I've learned. I hear a lot of people say they want it and they practice it, but that's not something that I was taught to practice. So what, what has happened to me over the years, just my heart posture. There are times when I'm in in prayer and it's just me and him me and the lord and other people around me have said what were you speaking because i don't hear it myself it's just that my heart is posture i'm just it's just me and god and i'm just you know i'm speaking unto him and just recently um i was praying at home and there were some things that i was fighting and i was facing and maddie came in and he was like after I, i felt drained after but i also felt lifted and he was like you sounded like you were speaking in, in Egyptian language, but I don't, I don't practice that if that makes any sense. It just comes. There could be, I could just be flowing and it'll just come out. So that's just something that for me, I, I don't know. I, and so I want to hear the people say they want it and they're practicing and they're being, that's not something that I was taught. So I just wanted to share that part of 4 as when I, it's just my heart posture and it's just me and him and I'm speaking, I'm just, it's my love language to God. So I hope that makes some time of sense.
9: Thank you, Didi. Um, uh-huh. and-
12: can you, Tanya? Yeah. Can I ask a question? What about the interpretation of
4: it? Um, I, I it's rare is rare. Um, like you, you're you're muffled. Can you? You're,
8: you're can't mupple. hear me. Oh, I go. was oh, asking about
12: the. Okay, I was asking about the interpretation of it. How do you, mm-hmm. um is that a process? Because you
8: just, I mean, it's rare. I've heard you and probably three other people in my life interpret it like that. Mm-hmm
9: so the interpretation um sometimes the interpretation can come from the individual um but there is also it all, it is also appropriate that the interpretation can come from a different person for example had i been let's just say that today you know as i went forth in tongues um even though the lord gave me a message he may have given a message to somebody else and he gave them they heard what I what I said now that that has happened as well I don't always get the interpretation my for my heart was open um to to and as I as I began to speak I heard what God was saying okay because that's what I was was
12: saying at church I've heard them like you would speak in tongues and somebody across the other side of the church would say it out loud say it
9: and so So that's 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 appropriate and that's biblical but it does not always happen that way there's another school of thought that says that if you speak in tongues, you are not supposed to give the interpretation. What? Mm. <laughs> I'm the mm. one I'm Why? now why is that? Um because I think that the school of thought is that it's it's subjective to because you are the person that's giving it. Well, so Tanya, if I speak English and I have a friend that speaks Spanish, And um, I can speak both English and Spanish. If you say something to me, you say something to me, I hear Hmm. it and I interpret it for my friend, right? it's the the same concept as opposed to you are not there, but the friend is talking to me in Spanish and I interpret it. I interpret what she's saying because I have to because I speak English. Spanish is my second language. So I hear what she's saying and I interpret it so I can speak it back to her so both things are appropriate according to the scripture but if you don't believe um, it one you're day dr. Going
12: dr phil was had a class and he was speaking in tongues and uh hispanic was on she said you just said this and that in spanish
8: right right Yes, yeah, so, so, so all, i was amazed i was is, like oh
9: right so that just goes to show what i was saying Sometimes so a language different. is a known right. language. Still, don't speak Spanish, but it's a known right. language, and what he said, the other person was able to interpret. That all of that is in order. Where where we have to be careful is that we don't lie on God, and that we don't say what the Lord said, so and so and right. so and so. So the person, if I'm saying something to somebody, and I say that this is what I hear, and you don't, and it's to you, Tanya. Let's just say it's to you. And you're like, yeah, that do not even make sense. That's me talking. Or, 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 or it could be that you need to take a minute and really listen. But generally speaking, whoever the message is for, they will be able to confirm, yeah, you're right. That is happening to me. Or, yes, the Lord just gave me a, a, a yesterday, blah, 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 blah. They're able to bear witness with what you said. Mm-hmm. But you have to be positioned. First Mm -hmm. of all, you got to believe, and you have to be positioned for God to use you like that. Because speaking in tongues is for the edification, Mm -hmm. the building up for the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. That's what it's for. All right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Somebody else? Yeah, go ahead. This is glorious. Yes, glorious.
6: Okay, so um, just to
9: affirm what you just said when you were speaking, God did give me an interpretation and I sent it to who he told me to send it to. So one of the things that I recognize that, that God has, because we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices, that the enemy has tried to make us afraid of the Holy Spirit and Mm -hmm. afraid of. Of, of 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 allowing him to move. And Gloria, so, hold on one um, second. Hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. I, I need people. This is very critical. I hear some background noise. I need you to mute your line if you are not speaking. The only person that is speaking right now is Gloria. And my line is open. Okay, go ahead, Gloria. He he's made. He's tried to make um, the church afraid of the gifts and afraid of moving, but. Uh, what I've I've learned is even if you're in an arena and someone begins to speak in an unknown tongue or speak in a, a language, that's a prayer language, that you pray to God and be open for even for him to send the interpretation through you. Lord, if that's you, amen, send the interpretation. And that's in a public area where there are others around. But just know that God is in control. And if he sends the gift, he may not even allow someone to interpret for the public because the person who hears, someone who hears it may, that message may be specifically for them. So correct. don't trip, just correct Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't an, trip, You're absolutely rest. right. Thank you for sharing that. There is not always going to be an interpretation because, again, go back to the purpose, the Holy, the gift of the, well, so in speaking in tongues can do two things it can be a message as Gloria just said for the entire body at, or it can be a message for a specific person if I did not have permission I never would have um, said what I said to Jeff just just G and I never would have said what I said to Linda but I heard it clearly and I had permission now if the Lord would have said tell her privately or tell him privately I would have done that um the other the other um, myth that I want to dispel is just like I used that scripture 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 and Didi, if you want to share that you can. Um 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 when I talked about the god of this world world with a little g blinding our eyes he does he tries to do the same thing in the body of Christ. Especially if he's not been taught about the baptism of the holy spirit it's a little bit foreign and it takes a little getting it takes understanding not necessarily getting used to it takes understanding and it takes faith. If you don't believe, if you don't have the faith, if you don't believe that you can receive it, if there's any doubt at all, you are not gonna receive that gift. It's that's that's the way that it is. You gotta be completely surrendered to him. It's not anything demonic. The enemy would have people believe it's demonic. You know, they doing that on their own. They probably got together on this call and said You know, I'm going to speak in a language. You say it it sounded uh, Middle Eastern, and you say it sounded this, and and then after she—who has time for all of that? That's stupid. That's stupid. Now, do people do that? Probably. I don't know nobody that does that. But I'm sure there are people that are out there who do it. That's why I said you're able to bear witness, even if the message wasn't for you. Something in you caused you to stop and listen. And there was a certain amount of peace, a certain amount of, um, comfort that you felt as you heard that, even though you may not have fully understood this. So, um, I, I think I'm receiving direction about the next step that needs to have, ha- have happen. And I'll, I'll let y'all know some things. Uh, Didi wanted, to, I think you wanted to share something and then we're going to get ready to wrap up. Or maybe not. You might be at work.
8: Oh hi, this is Sister Lisa. I just wanted to thank you for your decoration. And when you said to it, uh, how the hole, how the hole is getting bigger for an escape, for um, just just having hope that that the hole is getting bigger. So since I've been calling in on this, uh, every decoration has strengthened me. It has given me courage. And even through the um, brokenness of my heart for my son and my grandchildren, his son and daughter, um, just I'm um, I i, I I'm grieving and I want to be a light for my family. And then I got a couple of things and then it's like I'm feeling like I hung up and then I call back because uh, the enemy, that's the enemy saying you, you don't need to speak. just need to hold that they don't need to. they don't want to hear it and i need to get that out of my head that you guys have been encouraging me so and i've been asking god also to fill me with his spirit and bring his word to my understanding because i'm reading but i have to go back and go back and go back so i i just just have me in prayer too i know and I believe you have gained the insurance just by being on this call that he's got me and that he has his hands on me and my family. And um, I thank you. Amen.
9: Well, so, Lisa, this is something that I just um, felt. So when I walk into a dark room, um, yeah. I, I pretty, especially a room that I'm familiar with, let's, let's just say my bedroom, I walk into the room and perhaps it's dark. Um, and I know where exactly where the light switch is. I flip it on. I don't try to turn the light on. I flip it on, the light okay. comes on. We don't have to try to allow you, you get that? Like we don't have to try to make yeah. something happen. It just did okay. right. Did that did that make sense to you? Like I just felt like yeah. that was yeah. like, whoa. Um yeah.
8: Yeah. that makes sense. We
9: we complicated trying to be religious. Jesus is not interested in your religion. God is not, not you, not just you per se, but I'm just saying, God is not interested in religion. He's not interested in us getting a system and repeating that system every single time. What he wants is our complete heart. And this is not just directed at you. This is everybody. He wants our complete yes. I heard that earlier today in the prayer. God wants our complete yes. And we know when we have a complete yes or not.
7: Sometimes we're
9: still holding on to things. It might be doubt. Sometimes we're holding on to things that might be fear. Sometimes we're holding on to things that might be lack of understanding. So just keep going. Keep showing up like you are. Um, You're being very respectful. You're not talking a real long time. You're saying what you're getting. You're understanding the flow of the call because other people want to talk. You're doing what you're supposed to do. The fact that you said, no, I'm going to call back and I am going to speak. that's huge. That's huge. That's a decision you made. I can't make that decision for you. Susie can't make yes. that. Decision. Nobody on this. Your grandkids. can. Listen, stop worrying about your grandkids and your kids. Make a decision to live the life before them. Make a decision okay. to live as a witness. Make a decision. You know, I'm going to read this word. I don't care if I got to read this same scripture 12 times in order for me to get it. I'm going to read it. And don't just read the King James Version. There are things we can do. Look, if if the, if the um version of scripture oh, that you're reading I a read little read. bit Can I say I'm again
8: in it. In I
9: okay well there are there are lots of versions the message bible is also okay. another good one like it'll really and the good news translates but the message one it make it almost sound like a story what i'm saying is i even have okay. to do that i don't always use the same you don't have to always use the same but if you like i have i have versions that i tend to prefer but if it's saying something that I really don't get I'll go in between versions until I get that thing right and once I got it it's okay. on lock yeah. yeah you keep 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 calling keep calling like we've been telling okay. you and the light is going to get bigger and eventually you're going to be an encouragement you watch in a few in a few, in a little while. <laughs>
13: I'm not going to say no.
8: we can After a while. I got a whole lot. Thank you so Last much. After a while. Thank
9: you. are going to be able to encourage mother other people.
8: Anybody else got We said,
9: are almost. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. Didi. I had a, a, a child and, you know, I am at work.
12: Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Hi. I wanted to tell you this morning, and I always, there are certain people, when you speak, like. It was so melodic this morning, and although I couldn't understand every flow of it. It was like this peace from the top of my head to my toes. I started tingling, really, because I could really, I just felt like dancing. I mean, you know what I mean? And it just made mm. so much sense. And it was so peace. I mean, it was, oh, my God, it was just so beautiful this morning. So I thank you for that. But then I also wanted to say that there's so many things that we have to unlearn. Dion says it all the time. The ritual, ritualistic stuff, and the religion will make you crazy if you're so trying to be, you know, or comparing your walk to somebody else's walk. I think that's what happens too. We got to just get in where we fit in with God for our walk because it's so personal. It's not, it's it's not private though. And if you get caught up in how somebody else sound or speak or pray or whatever, because the concern, it's, it's a it's a it's a thief of your joy when you compare yourself to somebody else. So we just have to really get into the word and just love God and believe God. And I'm going to say this because what I have to do is when you are still trying to pray every day, because a lot of us are, you're fasting and you're trying to speak in tongues, whatever that is. But if you're holding on to some unforgiveness and some grudges and all of that stuff, that's why you're in a suck place because you have to forgive no matter what. Uh, even like the, the sister that was talking about the brother, I get that because when somebody takes from you, honey, that, that makes you want to fight. But you got to learn that you too have offended. Maybe you didn't take material things, but it's something else. So the key to everything is forgiveness. No matter what you want to do, how many times you want to pray, you can quote the whole 66 books, but until you forgive for real, for real in your heart, I didn't say forget because that's impossible, but you have to forgive and really walk in love. And it, and everything will fall into place. Like I promise you, I know for myself, there are some people that I wanted to kill on sight, and I'm just going to be real. But that's I have to forgive. And once I started forgiving and praying for them instead of against them, things start opening up. Migraines went away. You know what I mean? It's a lot of things that we do. Like you said, there's choices that we make. And then we want to say, oh, Lord, take this from me. No, you did it, so you got to pay for it. But then you can't be um, in condemnation. Once you have really given it to him from your heart, heart. oh, my, that's a beautiful thing. So, Tanya, sis, so, I love you so much, and I know seven years ago, or almost eight now, when you took me in as your little sister, my life has been so blessed because you have just watching your walk. I'm trying not to get emotional because these little kids wait for the cocoa. but I just love you, sis. Thank you.
9: I love you more. Thank you so much. So we're going to get ready to wrap it up, but I'm going to wrap it up on a high note. Um, I grew up in a religion where we were taught that it was a sin to dance. Um, because it was too much like the world. Um, probably two a year before my husband passed, we went to a uh, birthday party. It was a it was a um, uh, costume party to celebrate someone's birthday. And now, mind you, I'd been married to my husband at that point. I think 30 years. Um, and we went to this function, and out of the blue. Dee Dee, I know you remember this. Carl started to dance. And I have never in my life seen my husband. You, talk, He was 6'2". You talk about smooth on his feet. I stood there in awe like everybody else and watched him dance. I, I, just, I, I couldn't believe how free he moved, how freely he moved. And I'm not talking about he, he knew the old school dances, but he knew some of the new ones too. And I said, well, Lord, they've been telling us. I was fine it, so you know I danced with them. I could do the wobble a little bit and whatever we did, whatever, right? But I never, I never really moved around like that because for all this, all this time, I thought that you know it was a sin to dance. And that next day at church, when I tell you the spirit of God moved through PFBC like I, somebody got filled with the Holy Ghost at PFBC, Miss Barbara. I don't know if you remember, but. Uh, Barbara got filled with the Holy Ghost that that Sunday, and I I, I don't I think I don't know if pastor was on vacation whatever it doesn't matter, but the Lord let me know then that it's not a sin to dance Tanya, and so I did my own study and research. I'm just I'm I'm setting this up. I'm giving you context. So Dee Dee said that it sounded melodic. What I what the, and and as she spoke, I heard joy. And the joy was directed at Linda, and it was Jeff directed at, at Jeff, Jeff. Am I saying it right? Is it just Jeff? Tell me his name. Tell me the name. I feel like I'm saying it wrong every time. Did he work?
11: Jeff,
9: J-E-S-S. J-E? Okay, okay, I am right. Okay, Yes. Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. I felt like the that your message, you about it feeling loaded, what, the joy was directed at these two this morning, Linda and Jeff. And so this is the picture that I want to leave you with. Um, every opportunity that I get now, I will dance. One of the reasons that we dance is when we feel joy, right? When you, you, you know, I just might break out or I might be in a funk because sometimes I get in a funk because I'm still grieving the death of my husband. Um, it haven't even been three years yet. But, 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 but still, sometimes if I feel myself getting in a funk. Sometimes I'll turn on some music and I'll just start dancing and I'll feel better generally speaking, we dance when we're happy or we dance when we're joyous. So so Tanya, what are you talking about? Ah, you can have joy, Jeff and Linda, because God has already made the way to bring you out. You are already an overcoming, an overcomer. You might want to put on some jam
8: and dance.
9: It could be gospel or it could be R&B, but the motive is to express joy before God. Now, for the religious people, I just threw you off. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't get what I'm saying. It's okay. Keep calling back. Eventually, you'll get it. Because my motive for dancing is to express joy. It's not to seduce anybody. It's not to turn nobody on. It's not to prepare myself to go trick tricking. It ain't for none of that. My joy, my dancing is for the Father. And it's also a reminder of how amazing, what an amazing dancer my husband was. And every now and then, when I turn on some music, I think about him, but in a happy place. And, oh, man, do I wish he was here so we could dance some more together. Um, Anyway, I'm going to end on that note. Uh, I pray that you were blessed this morning.
1: Before you end, end, please, may I say this? I just need to... um, Encourage Jeff G. and say thank you soldier. I heard when you spoke the first time God told me soldier, but I didn't say it because I'm still learning to speak the things that I hear and to honor what I hear and move away from the self-doubt. So, um, thank you for your courage, man of God. Um, Continue moving forward and um, Just thank you for your courage for your willingness to be transparent and to share and to admit and to own exactly what you did and so now you can um, set your heart free, set your wife free, and move forward in, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, soldier.
11: Amen. All right.
9: So we're going to... I appreciate on that, that. I just want to say this
11: real quick. I, um, mm-hmm. I'm um i dealing with the same thing about being obedient with what God gives me to say. So um, we'll be praying with each, for each other on that. And then two, I'm glad you said what you said about dancing, the way you said it, um, as opposed... Not as opposed, but as a way of blessing God as opposed to doing it for people because I just gotta say my dancing is about as good as uh D Dee singing. Love you, sis. Love you. <laughs>
5: <Ten>, you <yeah>. don't you <laughs> say dance unto the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> dance,
0: dance
9: like to the Lord. It's, yeah. yeah, it's Dancer, like it right? Okay. Yeah. Yes it the dancer to the Lord. Can I tell you something? David King David dance is cold, an amazing dancer yeah. and King David is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. He was one of my favorite characters in the Bible is because he messed up several times he he messed up, but every time he messed up, he repented to God, and so he was a king, and he humbled himself and he danced before the Lord, oh glory to God. He danced before the Lord with all of his might. And let me tell you something. They didn't have no A-flat, B-flat chords. I don't even play the piano. Eric is telling me there are certain chords that they play for what we call shout music. Listen, they didn't even have that then. It was a part of the Jewish culture. It was a part of the Jewish culture for them to dance. Miriam. When they crossed the Red Sea, got her tambourine. And you better believe them people was dancing and celebrating. When they had a festival, they wasn't sitting around just eating fried chicken and greens and, and cornbread and, and black-eyed peas and rice and um, sakitumi cake and 7-Up seven, seven cake. They was drinking wine and dancing and enjoying themselves. I'm not telling you to go get no wine and go drinking and, and dance. That's not what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is, is that when they had festivals, they wasn't just sitting around talking. They danced. Oh my God! That's a whole nother topic. It's a whole nother topic. It goes to motives. It goes to your motives. If you was a pole dancer, you might not feel comfortable dancing anymore because that was your old lifestyle,
7: right? Or if you I were somebody, getting... hmm? Tanya, stop. if Tanya, you... yeah, I'm sorry, I just keep getting the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on, you
9: walking around here depressed? Down and out feeling bad for yourself. You wanna feel better? You wanna get some strength. Not feel better. You wanna get some strength? Have some joy. The Bible tells us to have the listen, I can I could go on and on and on, but I'm gonna stop because I this is this is a I I'm gonna need some water and I'm gonna need to go lay down. Anyway, I love y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Love I'm you. Happy.
2: Awesome
6: call. I'm happy. <laughs>
4: the love joy y'all. Hey, love you. The joy, of you, life. Life. Hey. the joy, the joy, the joy. The Thank you, joy, the
10: joy, the joy.
4: The the you. Is my okay. the too. joy, you, joy, the you.
12: Have
4: a blessed you.
6: day, everyone. Bless day.
12: You Thank you. Love. Have a super blessed day. Have a blessed day, well, everyone. Day. Thank you. Love I'm gonna put y'all some dance music in the victory room for so y'all that need yeah. to praise. Have a blessed day. Love
4: Very
2: you, man. I love you. Right, yeah.
10: We love you more, girlfriend.